We've been talking about faith. We're going to keep talking about faith. We're going to talk about faith, and we're going to talk a little bit about healing, and we're going to we're going to let God minister to us. Amen. Um, you know, His greatest desire uh, is to minister to His children. He did it through Jesus Christ. That was the greatest ministry that will ever happen, and and that's an ongoing ministry in our lives. He wants to continue the, that ministry in our lives on a daily basis through faith in Jesus. Amen. Open up your Bibles to Hebrews 11, verse 1, and we'll start there. How many know God's good and He does good things? And we should be seeking the good things that He does. Amen? That, that's what we're looking for. And the way we seek them and find them is by faith. By faith. That's, that's how you access the goodness of God is by faith. By faith in that goodness. Faith in that love, faith in His gift to us. I mean, when you receive Jesus Christ as Lord, you confess your faith in what He did on the cross, in what He did in taking your sins and paying the full price, and what God did in raising Him from the grave. And, and He lives forever. He's, we are co-heirs, joint heirs with Jesus Christ now because of what's been done. Amen? Amen. And by faith, we won't let go of that. Why? Well, two reasons. We love it here at Faith Life Church. We've grown to know He's a good God, and we're not about to let go of it. And also, it, it wouldn't be good to go to hell. I mean, it's pretty simple. Hell's not for us. It, it, it wasn't created for any human being. And I don't know anybody in here that would change their mind, right? You know, I know even when I didn't know all about the goodness of God that I know now, which is only this much because the goodness of God is so much bigger than we can ever... I still didn't want to go to hell. Right? And, and I think the bigger thing that, that grows in me now is not only do I not want to go to hell, I'm unwilling to see others go to hell. And, and the more you learn about His goodness, the more you'll be unwilling not only for people not to go to hell, but for them not to experience how much He loves them in this earth for them not to experience the gift of eternal life starting today there's no there's no reason to wait till you get to heaven to experience eternal life because you're already in it you started eternal life the day you were born first of all but everlasting life the day you were born again the god kind of life and that's the kind of life we want and and we access again this life this god kind of life by faith and faith is, is, is so important. Grace is everything. But if you had everything sitting over there and, and absolutely no way to access it, it would have no value. But God gave us faith and said, I'm going to give you everything you need to access my mercy and my grace on a daily basis and receive out of that goodness, out of that abundant provision of grace, I'm going to give you the faith to access that. And, you, and we gain that faith through His Word and through walking in it. The, the verse we used over and over again in the past two Fridays, the just shall live by faith. We gain faith by walking in it. How many are wiser today than you were when you were two years old? How'd you do that? By living. 
By living. And how did you gain more faith? By living by faith. How did you, how did you increase in your knowledge of God's Word and His favor? By living by faith. Amen? Well, I'm, I put the verse up for so long they gave up on me. <laughs> Hebrews 11 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. That's truly what faith is. It's, it's, it's the substance of, of the goodness, of the, of the earnest expectation of God's goodness in our lives. Now, I use faith, and I've went over this when I began this, this walk of faith, if you will. I, I, I walked a, a different kind of faith. It was the Dave faith. It was the, it was the DAV version of the Bible. And this, in this version, it would say, now, th- now faith is the substance of things desperate for. And they'd actually just say, now faith is the substance of desperation. Because that was the only time that my faith would even come out. Why? Because Dave had a problem. Dave had a need. Dave needed this. Dave wanted that. Dave, Dave, Dave. Right? Anybody else ever been there? No, don't raise your hand. None of y'all have. Right? It's, that's what it says. It says, now faith is the desperation. Now faith is the substance of def- desperation, the evidence of things you must have. That's, that's, how I would have, that's how it would have had to be in my life because that's the only thing I was seeking. If I would have gotten those things, I would have took faith, folded it up, and put it in a drawer and said, okay, done with you. I got everything I needed by faith. Right? And, and how many Christians are doing that on a different level? Maybe they're not trying to get prosperity or healing or, or something else for themselves, which it, it's there to have something for yourself. You, you need to know that God wants you well. How many in here know God wants you well? If you've got something in your life that's not well, that's not at ease tonight, God wants you well. It's, it's His greatest desire, and He wants you well. So it's, there's nothing wrong with having faith for yourself. What's wrong is when you pack it away after you get what you need or if you have no need. Right? I'm doing okay. I don't need to walk by faith today. Right? You know, I always thought maybe if I would have lived by faith, I would have suffered less things. Right? Not that they wouldn't have come, but I would have overcome them easier. Because when you wait till it comes, you're too late. Right? You're, you're, trying, you're trying to get faith for something that's already on top of your head. Right? You're trying to get it off. Wouldn't it be so much easier before it got there if we had the faith to get it off immediately? Right? Or have the faith to say, you better just fly over because you ain't, you ain't coming here. Amen? And, and faith should never be born out of fear. You know, my, much of the faith that I was trying to portray was born out of fear that I was going under or I wasn't going to have enough or this wasn't going to happen or I couldn't get this here. What in the world's going on? I don't want them over there in the world. You know, you're watching things and you're judging what you believe by what you see on TV or what you hear about what's going on over there or here. And that's not faith, right? In our lives, if we're desiring health and healing, not just in our physical bodies, what if you need healing in a relationship? What if you need healing in your heart? What if you need healing in your mind? What if you need deliverance? That's a healing. That's a healing. 
And God desires that to have, desires every person to have those things, but the way we access them is by faith. Is by faith. And it's not by faith out of fear. I'm afraid I'm sick. I need to get in faith. No. You're not afraid of sickness. Right. Right? <laughs> because we already have a healer. And if we're walking by faith, we're believing in that healing all the time. Healing is an ongoing manifestation in our life. And when flu season comes, it can pass by us. Right? And if a symptom of the flu comes, you don't say, oh, no, I'm getting the flu. Oh, no, it's coming on me. This is just like old Aunt Mary. I remember she, she had this same feeling right before she died. We can't have that kind of fear driving our, our, our what we would call a need to be in faith. That's right. That's right. We need to be in faith before the fear tries to come. We're, that's why he says the just shall live by faith. Because if you're living by faith, when fear comes, you're going, that's not my thought. No, that's, that's not how I live. No, that's not what I do. Amen? And by faith, what you do is you continue to walk down the road and you receive good reports because faith obtains good reports. What it does is when there's a bad report over here, faith reaches out and grabs a good report. You know, it says, uh, it's flu season. Well, by stripes, I'm healed. What did faith do? It obtained the good report, right? It bore witness of what God said over what the world had. Amen? That's what we did when we were saved. We bore witness of what Jesus Christ did. We're a witness to this world of the goodness of God. Every time we walk out our door and decide to live by this faith that he's put in our hearts, that he's shed abroad in us, that he's given us, and as we grow it by reading his word and and spending time with him, the more more faith gets us through and by and over the things that are coming against us. Amen? Some of them will become so small because the report you have is so great. Amen? It'll be just the opposite of what happened when, when Moses sent the spies out into the land. The, 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 when they went into the land, the giants were so great that their faith became so small. We'll be just the opposite. Our faith will become so big that the giants will become so small. The issues will be, become so little because our God is so huge. And we magnify His goodness and, and, His, and His love in our lives. And we magnify the things that He's doing in and through us. And as we do, they're magnified to others. And now your faith is not just something that you use. Others are now seeing it. And we don't want that, you know, and then if that's not when it's time to say, oh, yeah, that's my faith. I got that with my faith. No, that's when you start saying, my God did that for me. He can be your God too. He he loves you just like that and He'll do everything He did for me for you. I'm just here to bear witness of His goodness. Every time we're healed, every time we're delivered, every time we overcome, every time we walk through something with the grace that others don't have, we're a witness to the goodness of God in this earth. And we're a witness to the good report. Look at that verse number 2. Hebrews 11, 1 to 11, 2. By, for by what? By faith, the elders obtained. They bore witness of a good report. They bore witness of God's goodness. By faith. 
that they were living examples of what, what faith in God can do if you'll choose to live by it. That by faith, Joshua overcome the battle of Jer- Jericho. By faith, Moses crossed the Red Sea. Faith's not desperate. Faith's not desperate. Did you know that when Moses and the, and the it's children of Israel were at the edge of the water, and, and like people say, the, the horses are breathing down their neck, that it was not a desperate situation? Did you know God was saying, man, I hope I can get to pull this off? God never got nervous. He didn't even sweat. Right? He didn't. See, we have this picture of, oh my gosh, God, you got to do something. You got to do something. God's not nervous. He's saying, I could do something if you'd quit telling me I got to do something. Because you're in fear and I, I'm right here trying to get it to you, but your fear is keeping it back from, from being, in, being in your life. Yeah. Amen? It's the goodness of God. It's the good report that, that overcomes everything that's coming against us. It's that goodness that we got to focus on every day, not just in our own lives. Look at, look at Rick's favorite verse. Psalm 27. Well, one of his favorite verses. He said he'd share it with me forever, so he's going to have to. Psalm 27, verse 13. And any time God has me look at healing, this verse comes up. I, I, I almost never talk about healing, and this verse isn't in it. Because the only thing that has ever kept me back from receiving from God in my life for health of any sort is fainting. Me quitting. The only thing that's ever kept me back was me fainting. And why did I faint? Because I quit believing to see his goodness. But one of the reasons I quit believing to see his goodness is because I wasn't practiced in it. I only believed to see his goodness when I needed his goodness. This verse isn't just for the moment you need to see his goodness. Did you know God's doing good things every day? People are getting saved. People are getting healed. People are getting born again. God is loving people all over this world today. And he'll show that to us if we'll look for it. And it is anti-faint medicine. If you will see the goodness of God on a regular basis. This week... Because and actually I was studying this, so it actually helped me. But um, somebody called me, and uh, their their son had gotten employee of the month, and, and and they said they said I just wanted to tell somebody that would be excited, right? And I said glory to God. And the reason I was excited is because he needed to be employee of the month. It was a tangible I love you from the Lord. Now, whether he notices that or not, it's not up to me. It is up to me to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And that was the, uh, and, and a token of the goodness of God right here and right now. And we don't want to miss those things. People say, well, that's that. Employee of the Month, they do that everywhere. That one and many others are done because the person that got them needed a hug from God. And somebody was praying for them. I know somebody was praying for this guy. More, more than one somebody's. 
and, and God hugged him. God said, I love you, son. And it blessed his mom. Why? Because she saw the goodness of God. She saw the goodness of God towards her son. Amen? The, the goodness of God in our lives is one thing, but when we rejoice over the goodness of God in everyone's lives is when it, when it gains value. Amen? Because we don't just want to spend all our time seeking the goodness of God for ourselves. Now, don't get me wrong. The goodness of God is your life. It is your health. It is your prosperity. It is, it is everything that He could ever want for you to have, and He wants you to have it. If you're sick in here tonight in any way, you know, a lot of people think sick, you've got to have some kind of symptom in your body. There's, there's people that are hurting so bad with not one thing wrong with their body that just need to be healed. And God wants you well. God wants you well. He doesn't just want the person with a limp well. He wants the person that's spiritually limping well. The the one that doesn't know if he's going to make it another day well. The the one that has almost quit. The one who can't see beyond the next step. The one that just needs a hug from God. Everyone, he wants them well. Amen? Why? Because he wants us to experience the goodness of God. And the biggest thing he doesn't want is to see you faint. And in our, our hearts as, as Christians, as, as brothers and sisters, and as children of God, the deepest desire of our heart should be to see every person victorious. Amen? Amen? Yeah. And victorious doesn't mean relying on the church. It doesn't mean relying on others. It means relying on God. A victorious person is someone who relies on God at all times and never quits because they will never be made to shame. Their hope will always come true. Amen? Because it's real hope. It's real hope based on real faith. God's a good God. He wants to do good things for us. He wants to do good things in this place tonight. Why? Because when He heals you, you now become a witness to the goodness of God. Amen? When you're healthy, you are a witness to the goodness of God. When you become healthy, you're a witness to the goodness of God. When you're prosperous from your heart out, you are a witness to the goodness of God. You don't need to say anything because that's boasting. Just be who you are and you'll be a witness to the goodness of God. Our example of His love in us and out of us is the greatest example of His goodness that we could ever show. Because a, a, a spirit-led handshake with $100 in it is worth 10 times more than, than an unanointed handshake with $1,000 more. Yeah. Why? Because it came with love. Yeah. It came the right way. It came from God. Yeah. Amen? Amen. It, it's, it's such, he's such a good God. You know, when, when we come together like this, we should begin to sense his heart. We should begin to sense his heart. Here in Branson, there in Sarasota, watching on the Internet, his heart is to heal people. His heart is to make you well, body, soul, and spirit. He wants not one thing bugging you. Amen? That doesn't mean there's not flies around. They're just not bugging you. We're in the world, but we don't have to be of it. And the experiences that are in the world, we can experience them in a different way. 
Right? If symptoms come to you and you refuse them, right? How do you refuse them? You speak the good report. Don't speak against the symptoms. People say, I rebuke you, symptoms. Rebuke, rebuke the symptoms, speak the healing. Rebuke the symptoms, speak the healing. Amen? And, and, and spend time in the goodness of God, looking for the good report, looking for the things that God wants to do in your life. But always lean to God's direction. Never be looking for a way out elsewhere. I would have fainted had I not believed to see unless I had believed unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Believe to see the goodness of the Lord. Don't just believe to see. Believe to see the goodness of the Lord. The reason people you could read you could redo this verse for people who do faint and they say, I did faint because I believed to see whatever came next. You know what? They prayed and whatever came next was God. I asked God for healing, and I went back to the doctor, and he said it's worse. I guess that was God's answer. No, that's not it. And God wouldn't have you hopeless, and he wouldn't have you believe that. What he would say is don't faint. Wait to see the goodness of God. Measure it by what it is. If it ain't good, it ain't God. If you got a report that ain't good, then it ain't God. And, And that's not the one you take. Amen? You don't take a report just because it's the next thing that happens after you pray. What, what happened when Jesus came down the hill? The, the disciples, they're all with this boy and his dad, and they're all standing there, and they couldn't do a thing for this boy. And so Jesus, he comes down the hill. The boy's not doing anything at that time. doesn't say he was. Jesus comes down, and the minute he walks up in the circle, that boy starts throwing a fit. Now, what if Jesus was, oh, I thought I could do something about this, but now that he's throwing a fit. You think the devil's going to quit because you prayed? He, he's not, in fact, is what he wants to do is get you to quit after you prayed. That way you have no faith in prayer. So, so the first thing that happens isn't going to be the next thing you want, you want necessarily. It, it may. The very, you may pray and boom, there it is. If it's good, then it's God. Take it. But if it's not good, what do we do with it? Send it back. If you want, (laughs) return to sender. (laughs) Right? Satan, you wanted me to have this. I want you to have it so much more. Take it back. Amen? God's a good God. it's, It's easy to measure when you're not deceived and you're not confused. If we don't get deceived by, our, by religion or, or by false experience, then, then we don't get confused. Religion is, is, man's, is man's attempt to, to take God's Word and make it fit his life rather than fix his life. Right? I want to take God's Word and let it fix my life. I don't want God's Word to give me an excuse to lose. Right? Well, you know, old Job. Old Job says he was righteous all the days of his life, and look what he had to go through. Did he have to go through it? I don't know that. 
But am I going to take that verse of Scripture and say, that's what i got to be? i got to be Job. Me and Job, two peas in the pod, two birds and mule's tail. That's what we're like. That's what we're going to, I'm going to be Job. Nothing I can do about it. I'm going to go through this, and hopefully I can come out. Why, why do that? Right? Why do that? Why not take God's good report and say, God said by his stripes I'm healed and, and that he wishes above all things that I'd prosper and be in health and that he meets all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Why should I not have enough? Why should I, why should I be sick? Why, why should I be deceived and confused? He's not the author of confusion. If I'm confused, and you know, that should give somebody a good look at Job. Wasn't there a lot of confusion there? Wasn't there a lot of, I don't know why this is happening, and I've done all this? And people do that today. In faith circles, we have this works mentality. I remember when things would happen, I'd be like, wait a second, I just taught three Bible studies, and now i got a sore throat? God, I just taught three. It's not. (laughs) Teaching three Bible studies is not going to keep the devil from trying to get you to receive a sore throat. What teaching three Bible studies should do is make you smart enough not to receive it, not to question God. We, it's too quick to question God. God, I've been believing and believing. Why, why, why? Then, first of all, you just told God you've been believing. Do you not think he would know that? I mean, he's the author of faith. He's the author of salvation. He's the author of healing. He's the author of all things good. Do you think he would not know if you're doing something good? He knows good better than good ever knew good. Because he is good. He doesn't have goodness. He is goodness. He is mercy. He is grace. He is love. He is healing. He is salvation. Glory to God. He's a good God. I had fainted unless I had believed to see goodness. It's when we get away from God's goodness that we faint. Because believing in anything less has no, it won't produce anything. Faith not based in God will not produce because God is love. And faith works by love. Amen? This is good. I like this. This isn't anything like my notes. Thank you, Lord. Titus. Let's go to Titus 3. Titus 3, verse 3. We ourselves. He's talking about other people that were like this. And now he's saying, now, you know, so many times we should do this. When we see somebody that's not doing so good, it's not time to say, I wonder why they're doing so bad. I don't understand why they're not making it. They went to the same church we went to. They heard the same messages we heard. Right? They had the same chances we had. We had to, we had to walk by faith. They're just going to have to pull up their bootstraps and walk by faith. We better be more merciful than that. Because somebody had mercy on us. Amen? For we ourselves were sometimes foolish disobedient anybody any ever any of these last week no no foolish disobedient deceived serving our flesh basically lust and pleasures living in malice and envy hateful and hating one another 
Those are recipes for fainting. You cannot do this and have faith in God. It's not possible. So what he did was he said, but, but, after the kindness. You know what the word kindness means? Goodness. The, the direct translation of that word is goodness. So after the goodness and love of God our Savior, the, after the goodness and love of God our Savior towards us appeared. What did it do? We saw it. We saw it. After we saw the goodness of God, we changed. When people see from their spirit, from their heart, the goodness of God, the truth of His Word, the truth, not just what He said, but how He said it to you, and and it's yours. It's not, you know, we hear the Word so many times sometimes that we take it for granted. We take God for granted. We just, well, I'm in faith. God will take care of me. God will take... No, we need to grab hold of it and exalt it. It's the Word of God, and it's a truth in our life that, that cannot be replaced by anything else. There's nothing better. You can't go out and find something else to replace what God's going to give you. When you see the goodness and, and the kindness and the love of your Savior, the one who rescued you, the one who delivered you, the one that healed you, the word Savior means all those things. The Lord, you're my Savior. When I saw it, when I saw His love towards me, I quit fainting. I quit fainting. Why? Because I saw the goodness of God. Verse 5. Not by my works. You can't see the goodness of God in your works. Too many people, they're they're doing this. And people say, oh, no, it's not by works. It's by grace, by grace. No, it's not even by going to church. It's not just by believing. It's by grace. Because people say, I believe. I believed. I, I thought I was doing this right. I thought I was doing that right. That's a good thought, but you're wrong, obviously. Don't look at, you're not looking for works. Anytime we say, God, what am I not doing? You're saying, what work have I not performed that would would grant me access to your love for me? Well, well, you you can't do that. You can't, that's, that's that's not a question to ask because it's not by works of righteousness, but according to His mercy. His mercy, glory to God. By His mercy, He saved, healed, delivered, rescued. Saved, that word, delivered, rescued, healed. Anytime you see the word salvation, saved, Savior, no, you're getting ready for some deliverance. You're getting ready for some redemption. You're getting ready for some healing. You're getting ready for every good thing that God ever had. He poured through Jesus Christ into our lives. And then he said, I'm going to set some of it inside you forever with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to give you the earnest of my goodness inside you through the Holy Spirit. I'm going to regenerate you and I'm going to renew you by the Holy Ghost. And, and as, we, as we look to these goodnesses, is that a word? It is today. These goodnesses, the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit, then, then we realize we have so much more in us and so much more that we have to offer. It's not just my faith to be healed. It's my faith to tell of my healing. It's my faith. What did Paul do over and over and over again? 
I was walking down the road to Damascus. Walking down the road to Damascus. Got knocked off my, my donkey. Right? Donkey. Huh? Got knocked off my donkey. And, and, and the kindness and the love of God appeared to him. Right then and right there. And he told that story over and over and over again. And as he told it, people got saved. People got delivered. People got healed. Demons got cast out. Goodness of God was revealed. Step by step, faith to faith, glory to glory, the goodness of God was revealed in people. The boy stands up, or Paul looks across the crowd. Boys, he says, that boy has, he has faith to be healed. Stand up. That's the goodness of God happening just like that. Just like that. That's the same goodness that he's talking about today. It didn't stop in whatever year Paul was doing it. It's an ongoing work in our lives. We're the next witness. If you're not sick today, you're a witness to God's goodness. If you're receiving health today, you're a witness to God's goodness. If your family's being restored today, you're a witness to God's goodness. Whatever God can do in your life is a witness to His goodness all over the earth. Amen? God's a good God. He's doing good things. His mercy is everlasting. And His mercy is is good. It's good. And we don't have to deserve it. Glory to God. He just poured it on us. By by my mercy, I'm going to save you. I'm going to heal you. I'm going to take you to another level and I'm going to make you somebody you never thought you could be. Glory to God. Born again. Born again. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. This is way better than my notes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hebrews 4. Hebrews 4. Thank you, Lord. How many see the goodness of God? Tonight, as, as, as this word's going forth, see the goodness of God in your own life, just the goodness today that he had over you. People say, I had an awful day. You're here. So he was good to you at some point because he got you here. And, and it wasn't a really awful day because you made it through. Amen? And, and, and if we'll just open up a little bit, he'll, he'll pour some more of that goodness on you. Amen? He'll fit more in there. And, and as he fits it in, you'll know it. Because good things happen through his goodness. And things will start happening in your life. Healings are going to be starting right now already. All over, all over the crowd on the Internet, here in the churches, healing. Healing is God's, it's, it's God's best. It's God's best for us to be well. God, God loves his children to look like him. He's not sick. He's not sick. And, and, and if your dad had all power to make you well, <laughs> right? Like, like if Ramsey was sick and I said, oh, I can make you well, but you need to learn. No. No. No, no, no. Remember the guy at the pool. Jesus said, would you be made whole? I, I, 
I can't get to the water. I, I just don't have enough time. I'm, I'm not strong enough. Everyone's bigger than me, and they're getting the water first, and I don't get healing. They get healing. I don't get no healing. I don't even think God loves me. He didn't say that. I don't, I don't know. He may have said that. I wasn't there. But God said, Jesus said, I didn't ask you that, basically. He said, would you be made whole? Stand up. And then, after he healed him, after he healed him, after he healed him, he said, don't do that anymore. Don't sin. Don't go out and do this again. He didn't say, if you wouldn't have sinned, you'd be healed right now. Mercy doesn't talk that way. <laughs> Judgment talks that way. Because after somebody tells you that, you're going to be in too, too, too much condemnation to get healed. Can you imagine if the Lord God Almighty said, you shouldn't have done that and you wouldn't be in this position? Are you going to say, oh, but could you heal me now? You're going to say, you're right. <laughs> I shouldn't have. And you're going to be over in a ball and crying. Instead, he says, you're healed. Now don't do that no more. Don't do that no more. Amen? He's a good God. He's doing good things. Out of his goodness is where healing comes from, not out of his judgment. He, he's on the mercy seat. We don't want him on the judgment seat. You see all these people out in the world today crying for justice? They better quit. They do not want justice. They want mercy. And they want all the mercy they can get all the time that they can get it. I want mercy every day. Hebrews 4.2 says, For unto us was the gospel preached, the good news, the word of God, as well as them, the word preached, did not profit them not being mixed with faith. Faith is how we reach in and grab the good news of Jesus Christ. Not just the good news that he's in heaven right now, the good news that he healed us on his way. The good news that he saved you, the good news that he delivered you, it's the good news of God. But without faith, you can't get it. People were preached this gospel, and there's two sets of people, those that got it and those that didn't. The only defining factor was faith, faith in God, faith in his love for them, faith in his goodness for them, faith in his ability towards them, faith. Faith is what draws us to, to ask for healing, not need faith. He's not healing you because you need healed. He's healing you because you had the faith to be healed. He wanted you healed before you asked for healing. Healing was already available before we got healed. Just like salvation was available before you got saved, healing was available before you got healed. Every good thing that is God is ours. He's holding nothing back, not one thing back from us. You get people that say, well, some of that you're going to get in the redemption. I'm already redeemed. Right? Some of that you'll get later in heaven. Why? What part of healing will I need in heaven? Right? How much money will I need in heaven? Right? How much joy am I going to have to have restored unto me when I'm in heaven? Am I going to be sitting over next to Peter and Peter's going to come, oh, Dave, don't be so down. I know you're only in heaven. Good land, you're in heaven. If nothing else ever happens, you're in heaven. 
I mean, I'm certain that's why Jesus said, don't rejoice that the spirits are subject to you. Rejoice that your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life because you have no idea what you're going to see someday. And on your way, you'll be well. You'll be prosperous. You'll be taken care of. You'll be preserved. You'll be preserved. We'll be preserved. You know that we're not going to spoil? We can make it all the way through this life and not spoil. He preserves our life. Glory to God. We don't have to spoil. We don't have to get stinky when we get old. You know, I saw Miss Naomi sitting back here, but Mr. Abram, who just went home to be with the Lord, he never got stinky when he got old. They were telling stories about him. That man loved the Lord. And not only that, he loved people to love the Lord. It was of the utmost importance. I listened to his his son-in-laws and his daughter and and, and his his sons, and they talked about him. And when they're done, you're like, wow. I knew he was a nice guy, but he's, he's a godly man. Why was he godly? He had the goodness of God in him, and he couldn't keep it back. He couldn't just let others not know about that goodness. That's what we want to be known as. Glory to God. It, it was a good witness. He was, he's, he was gone up into heaven and witnessing of the goodness of God still today. That is a good Christian walk. When you're a witness as you leave and you're a witness as you're here, you're a good, you're a good, you are a good, work, a good example to the body of Christ. Not, not being mixed with faith, it, had no, it profited them none. No profit. It also means there was no love because faith only works by love and that's when, that's when nothing produces. Amen? Go down to verse 14. He talks about entering into the rest through the rest of these verses, entering in by faith and not being pulled out by unbelief. Unbelief pulls you away from God. If you feel yourself talking about God in a way that's not good, you start saying things like, I don't know why God didn't do this, and you know what, I've really been praying, and I'm hoping the Lord comes through. That's, that's not talking good about God. What, what if you're talking to somebody who doesn't know God, and, and this is your God, and you say, you know, I don't know if I'm going to make it. All I can do is hope God does something for me. Do you think that you're going to ask them to pray the salvation prayer with you right after that? Because I don't think so. Because that's not a witness of God's goodness. A witness of God's goodness is somebody that walks down the road and says, you know what, I know, I know what's come before me, but I also know who my God is. And because of my God, I will overcome. I will be fine. I will be well. I'll be well taken care of. I'm going to make it. Because I know God. And he knows me. I'm his and he's mine. And I'm going to make it. And, 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 and you enter into a rest. You labor to enter into that rest. You don't work. You labor. It's not works. I don't care how much you serve in the church. You're not going to say, oh, good, I'm restful now. Thank goodness I served on the flower team today. I feel pretty restful. No. No. <laughs> no, you, you got, you're going to overcome your flesh overcome your mind, overcome what you see, overcome what's coming against you, and, and overcome it by the good report. 
because you've got to obtain that good report. You've got, you got to make it yours, and you've got to be a witness of it. Amen? When you, when you obtain the good report and you make it yours, by whose stripes I were healed. That's my good report. I'm sticking with it. I won't faint because I got a hold of it, and it's my good report. It's the goodness of God. It's His desire for me, and my desire is for me to have His desire. Amen? And I'm grabbing hold, and I'm not going to let go. Amen? Seeing then that we have a great high priest, we have Jesus Christ. Seeing that we have Jesus Christ, who's passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our profession. What profession? The profession of our faith. If you go to, uh, I think, chapter 3, verse 1, you'll find the profession they're talking about. The profession of our faith in Jesus Christ. Amen? Hold fast to it. Why? Because those that didn't weren't mixing faith with the Word. Jesus is the Word. Amen? They weren't mixing faith with it. He said, hold fast to your profession. What? Your profession of your health, your profession of your salvation, your profession of your deliverance, your profession of your restoration, your profession of the good report that He gave you. It's a good report and He has it for you. He has it for me. It's our report. Hold fast to it. Let us hold fast to it. And then you go to verse 16 and he said, Then after you hold fast to the profession, then let us come boldly, holding fast to our profession, come boldly before the throne of grace. Glory to God. How can we come boldly? How can we come boldly? Because we've held unswervingly to our profession of Jesus Christ. We know who we are. We know how much He loves us. If somebody loves you a whole bunch, you'll walk right up to them. And you'll ask them for anything. My daughter is not afraid to ask me for one thing. Glory to God. You know what? She got her own house. Without me, I won't say completely without me, but pretty much without me, right? We stocked it up a little bit. That's what dads do. That's what moms do, right? Next comes a husband, right? He's coming. She has to believe for him. We'll believe with her. Right guy. And if she wants to go off and get married without us, okay. Boy, you saved me a whole bunch of money right there. <laughs> hey, marriage is about marriage, not about the wedding. I like to I like to do weddings for people who want to be married, not for people who want to have a wedding. I, no, don't get me wrong. Have the greatest wedding as you want, but want to be married. Glory to God. No, that has nothing to do with this sermon. That's free, free for today. Amen. So when she wants to be married to the right guy, the Lord will help us. Thank you, Lord. Let us come boldly under the throne of grace to what? Obtain mercy. You can obtain healing. You can obtain healing today. You can come boldly before the throne of grace and receive anything that His mercy will give, which is anything that is in His goodness. His mercy is His goodness. So anything that he is, is yours. He's saying as a father, come, come to me and ask me 
for the world. Ask me for everything that you know I have because I'll give it to you. But ask me by faith. Come boldly. How do you come boldly? Because you're in faith. You're in faith. You have faith that he's a good God with good things. You're not worried that you're going to go before God asking for healing or asking for help and he's going to say, ooh, don't have that. Caught me on a bad day. I do have these snakes, however, and that's what I'm going to give you. No, our father never does that. Our father's a good father, and he does good things, and he has good things to give. And if that's a confusing statement to you, get rid of the other half that's keeping you from believing it. There's nothing confusing about God is good and only good. It's only confusing when you add a but or an unless or something that doesn't belong there with it. And you have to tear up a scripture to do it. Amen? Glory to God. He's helping us. He's helping us. Isaiah 43.10. We want to magnify God as his children, as his people, as witnesses of his goodness. It says, you are my witnesses, saith the Lord. What's he saying? You as a person are a witness of my goodness. If you're saved, you're a witness of his goodness. If you take another step and you start reaching into that salvation and pulling out the goodness of God, then you're a bigger witness. Whatever we allow God to do in us and through us is a witness to the world of his goodness. You know, when Kim was going through this past year, and we'd go to the hospital, we purposed in our heart to show the goodness of God. We were kind. She was coming. When she felt horrible, she was up there doing testimony sometimes when she felt horrible. But when she was, we were at the hospital, especially to the world, we wanted to show the goodness of God. We wanted to show kindness and respect for what they're doing and, and be a help to them and tell them we'll pray for you and, we'll, and whatever it took. There, there's a goodness that's in us because of God that no matter what we're going through and how we're going through it, if we're hanging on to God, he'll make us a witness in that area. A lot of people say, well, wouldn't it have been a good witness if, she, if he did his her? I don't know. Our faith was there. We did everything our faith had at that time. Amen. Amen. That's it. And, 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 and if somebody asks us today, God healed. He used the, everything that he used to do it. But it was heal- healing doesn't come through anything else. If something good happens in this earth, it was God. Right? Devil, the devil doesn't even disguise things well. I mean, when he, if you got something that you thought was good from the devil, the minute you grabbed hold of it, you would realize it was full of thorns and venom and, and ugly, yuck, evil. That's right. Because he, he can't even disguise goodness well. I mean, even when he told Jesus and used a scripture, you could tell that it wasn't right. Has anybody ever given you a scripture that doesn't even know God? <laughs> they don't even know God, but they, they know this scripture. And they're going to use it again. Judge not lest you be judged. They all know that one. Don't judge me. And you weren't even judging them. You were just trying to get them saved. Right? 
Judgment's going to come if you don't get saved. And you don't want it. And I love you too much to let you go there. Glory to God. We'll stop that one. (laughs) You're my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen that you may know and believe me. Not that you just know him, but you believe him. Knowing God is one thing. The, the devils know there's a God, and they shudder. But, but it's the belief in his goodness, in who he is, that he is God. I mean, if you just go through this, and you believe me and understand that I am he. They should have capitalized he. Before me, there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. What's he doing? He's saying, magnify this. No matter what's coming against you, witness this. I'm your God. I'm your Father. I'm bigger than anything. I'm longer than anything. I've been here longer than anything, and I'll be here long after everything. I'm the God that formed. Neither shall there be anything after me. Next verse. I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me, there's no deliverer, there's no healer, there's no savior, there's nothing, there's nobody that can bring you victory besides me. I'm the Lord that brings victory, and nobody else brings it. And this is what we're witnesses of. When people say, are you going to make it? You say, not only am I going to make it, I'm going to make it big. I got a God that's, He was here before time existed. He'll be here after time's gone. He's the Alpha. He's the Omega. He's the beginning. He's the end. And He's the deliverer. He's the healer. He's the one that teaches me to profit. He's the one that brings me joy. He's the one that gives me peace. He's the one that heals my mind, heals my body, heals my soul. Amen? And I'm not counting on anything else. This is what I'm counting on. This is what I'm a witness to. I bear witness that my God is God. Glory to God. Is that, is that what Elijah did when, the, when, they, when they couldn't get their God to make the big fire? And he said, not only will I make a big fire, I'll lick up the water with yours. Huh? Because his God was God. Right? And when the three Hebrew children went in the fire, what did Nebuchadnezzar have to say? He said, say, you know what? I don't know what else is happening, but their God is God. Why? Because they were a witness to the goodness of God by just walking that out in faith. They weren't worried about it because they had faith in God. When Daniel came out of the lion's den, he was a witness to the goodness of God. Why? Because it said he believed God, therefore the lions didn't hurt him. God's a good God. If we believe God, look at James, we'll close with this kind of. James 5. Look at all the notes we didn't even do. That's because these weren't my notes. James 5, verse 15. God's a good God. And, 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 and He'll go so far as to when He can't get something to one person, He'll get it to a bunch of people. And He'll get it to the right people at the right time to get to you. Because He loves you. 
He'll send person after person after person after person after minister to you to get to you, and He'll give us opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to receive of His goodness because He has goodness for us. And He said, you know what? I don't care how many times you've been prayed for. I don't care how many times, how many times you've asked. Ask me in faith. It says, the prayer of faith shall save the sick. The prayer of faith shall heal the sick. The prayer of faith shall deliver the sick. The prayer of faith shall bring peace to the, to the one that has none. The prayer of faith heals. The prayer of faith will heal you. The prayer of faith, it'll heal you. If you're in here tonight, a prayer offered in faith, asking God for something. What, what's it say in Matthew, what is it, 21? It says, it says, when you pray, believe, you receive, and you shall have. Amen? Now, I'm going to preface that real quick because people are trying to believe that they receive and have because if you go to Mark 11, it says, believe, you receive when you're praying, and you'll have. But then it says, forgive. You know why he says that? Because you can't produce outside of love. You can't produce outside of love. You must forgive. You want healing tonight in any way, in your family, in your body, in your mind, from addiction, whatever it is. If you have ought against somebody, if you have something that you've held against somebody, give it up. You don't know what they owe me. Give it up. You don't know what they did. Give it up. Give it up. First of all, if you, if you love, period, you're unwilling to see them go to hell. Unforgiveness, unforgiveness is willing for somebody to go to hell. Right? Because forgiveness is what kept us out. So if we choose unforgiveness over what kept me out of hell, that's all I'm going to say about that. Tonight, let that go. Because the prayer of faith, the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. Now this verse is talking about Christians. This verse is talking about people who know God. Yeah. Guess what? You know what? We're still people, right? Yes. So don't be spiritually high-minded and say, well, but I believe in God. I don't need that prayer. I don't need to ask. If you got something bothering your life today, whether it's physical, mental, spiritual God's got freedom he wants to manifest his goodness to his people in this room in Sarasota watching by internet tonight later on on DVD or rebroadcast he wants to manifest his goodness tonight That's right. amen yeah. and, and the way he wants to manifest us is he wants us to ask for what we need and then when we've asked we're going to lay hands me and Kim, Rob and Carrie in Sarasota, if you're watching my internet, join with us and believe, and we'll pray with you too. But we're going to lay hands on people. But everybody stand up. Everybody stand up. This makes it real easy because nobody knows what you're dealing with, whether it's physical, whether it's spiritual, whether it's fleshly, whatever it is. You know what? If, if you're just believing for your family to be whole this Thanksgiving... God knows that. And He's in the healing business. He'll heal your family. Right? He's a good God. And He's doing good things. So we're going to pray a prayer tonight. 
and we're going to ask God for healing in whatever area of your life you need it. Ask it from your heart. We're going to pray it together. Everybody with me in this? There's no confusion. God says, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you receive, and you shall have it. And then later he says, the prayer of faith will make a sick person well. It'll save the sick. Amen? It says in Mark 16 that we'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Everybody thinks that's a physical ailment. doesn't have to be. God healed everything by His stripes. It doesn't say He healed part of everything. He healed everything. God's our healer. And He wants to manifest His goodness in this place in Sarasota tonight. Everybody close your eyes. Raise a hand towards heaven. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Pray this after me. Father God, I ask you tonight for healing in my situation. I ask you tonight to manifest your goodness in my life. Deliver, restore, make whole, bring back, set at one again things in my life Make me new. Make me whole. Lord, I thank you that you're good. You're my Father. And I'm asking you for healing. I'm praying by faith. And I'm expecting to receive according to my faith. Lord, thank you. For your goodness, I believe to see your goodness now in my life, in every part, nothing missing, nothing broken, wholeness from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I'm asking for it. The prayer of faith will save me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, if you prayed that prayer and you got something in your life, I don't care. And and, and don't be ashamed and and don't be uh, too prideful. Spiritual pride will keep you out from things that God has for you. He's going to do a work in here tonight, in Sarasota tonight. He's already healing people. And he specifically told me to do it this way. He said to ask for it and then to have people come forward and we'll lay hands on them. So if you want hands laid on you, go out this way, come around to Wayne and Rick and, and Jody and, and, and come through here and line up. And I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. If it's spiritual, if it's physical, if you want hands laid on you, don't be ashamed to come down. In Sarasota, do the same thing. Do the same thing.